Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, we have a really, really nice uh, you know, 14-game MLB slate, uh, tons of awesome pitching options at the top, uh, definitely an awesome loaded slate. We also have college football tomorrow. We got NFL around the corner. It's that time of year, very busy uh, time going on in sports, so uh, get excited. I know the game uh, last night wasn't that much fun watching Falcons-Eagles, but uh, I promise this Sunday should be a really good time watching the NFL, but let's dive right in. Let's kind of talk about the baseball games and talk about the first game up and that's what we got we got the chicago cubs the washington nationals nine and a half total here with john lester versus joseph ross and uh yeah this is a game where you know there is some weather that's going to be involved so you have to watch for that but uh i think that we should have some interest in some of these bats here if you're looking at lester a guy like trey turner just seems like a lock tomorrow i mean against guy like lester obviously you know he's on the right side of latoon advantage and lester struggles with stolen bases a ton trey turner is going to have a field day like him in this spot guy like anthony rendon Ryan Zimmerman really attacking the righties but Trey Turner phenomenal cash game guy tournament play all around love Trey Turner tomorrow he's one of my favorite plays in this game on the opposite side, we got Joe Ross on the mound going up against this Cubs offense. Looking at a little Daniel Murphy revenge narrative. Uh, not not too much revenge after getting shipped out of town, but I, I do like Murphy here in this spot, batting in the one hole. I think he's a good option. Looking at guys like Rizzo, Zobrist, uh, you know, 5.07 implied total for the Cubs. I think that one through, uh, probably even one through seven is uh, really good viable plays. And I uh, really like Murphy and Rizzo are my, my two favorite guys to look at. But I think the uh, Cubs side and the national side, we have a nine and a half total here. I I think there's some bats that we have to like on both sides. So again, like Trey Turner, Rizzo, Murphy, those are some of the bats I really like in this game. Next game up, we have the Miami Marlins. The Pittsburgh Pirates is a 7.5 total with Dan Straley against Chris Archer. And uh, yeah, Dan Straley is a guy that, again, I don't want to play too much of uh, against the Pirates here too. Uh, the, the upside isn't really there for him against this Pirates team. I will pass on Dan Straley in this spot. Looking at Chris Archer, uh, man, it, Chris Archer has been really up and down this season. But if you look at some of the advanced numbers, right, you see uh, 4.04 XFIP, game percentage 24.2%, the walk percentage at 7.6%. And, uh, you know, he's had some trouble with his ISO. Righties, he's kept it down at 140, but against lefties, was is where he's really had a struggle at a 191. But we don't really worry about the power with the Marlins offense. Man, I don't really love playing Chris Archer too much as of lately, but I will say this. This is the matchup for it, right? So uh, I think Chris Archer is certainly viable. He is certainly in play on this slate. Looking at his salary around the industry, he's 7.4K over on FanDuel, 7.3K on DraftKings, and 14.8K over on Fantasy Draft. The Marlins have a 3.05 implied total with Vegas. I mean, this seems just like a spot where we have to have interest in uh, Chris Archer. On on the bats now, kind of against Straley, I didn't talk about too many 
guys to like, but I do think Adam Frazier, where you can get him as a good value play, don't hate that. Uh, but I like maybe like Polanco and Dickerson and Marte uh, if you want to do like a little mini stack, but not going too crazy with Pirates bats. Uh, don't love them that much in this spot. Next game up, Cleveland Indians, Toronto Blue Jays is an eight and a half total with Carlos Carrasco against Marco Estrada. And uh, Marco Estrada, we look at the numbers on him and he is a guy that we can target the Indians bats with. They have an implied total over five. This is a great spot to target Estrada. Looking at the numbers, 6.07 XFIP, K percentage is 16.9%, walk rate 8%, ISO over 225 against lefties and 276 against righties. This could be a disaster for Estrada here. So uh, like this Cleveland bats up and down, one through nine, have to have some some interest in them in your cash games and in your tournaments uh talking about carrasco a little bit you know look at that blue jays lineup what really scares you i mean mckinney a little bit at the top but not really and then smoke at 8.4k that's the bat that you're really worried about i think carrasco could pitch a super efficient game and get you know solid amount of k's in this outing i could easily see him going like eight eight k's eight innings pitch uh this could just be a solid outing for carrasco and on 22.1K on Fantasy Draft, uh, 11.6K on DraftKings and FanDuel, 10.8K, I think he is a good play. Just the question is, do you want to pay for him over some other guys? Because there's a lot of good pitching options on this slate. Uh, let's kind of move on to the next one and talk about the St. Louis Cardinals, Detroit Tigers. we got a nine total here with Austin Gomber and Daniel Norris. And uh, I look at this game, you know what I just think? I just think, give me the bats. Uh, I mean, not going crazy with them too, right? Yeah, I think Jacoby Jones is an interesting value against Gomber. I like Nick Castellanos as a guy that could hit one out easily. Nico Goodrum's a decent value play, and Candelario at the top of the order. I don't hate him for a little bit of value, but I don't love the Tiger side as much. I like the Cardinal side more here against Daniel Norris, looking at those righties, right? Ozuna, Tyler O'Neill, DeJong, Jose Martinez, and then even throwing Carpenter in their lefty-lefty. Like, who cares? Carpenter is that good. I think this Cardinals team, 4.89 implied total. I think they're a decent team to look at as a stack and maybe even better as a mini stack too. Uh, mini stack might be the route I'd rather take with them because I'm not seeing like five I'm absolutely in love with, but I feel like I can get behind maybe uh, putting three in. So it feels like a better mini stack spot, but do still like some of the Cardinals here against Daniel Norris, who's not that great of a pitcher. Next game up, we got the Baltimore Orioles, the Tampa Bay Rays. We have a seven total here with Dylan Bundy against Blake Snell, and we have a not-so-good Baltimore offense going into a pitcher's park from a hitter's park. This is going to be a good spot for Blake Snell against this offense. I mean, everything is just lining up for an amazing Blake Snell day. Uh, we have him on FanDuel at 10.7K, DraftKings 12.4K, and Fantasy Draft 24K. Just the question is with Blake Snell, it's not will he have a good outing, you know, will he have some struggles? Uh, we think he's going to absolutely crush in this game. If he doesn't, oh well I'll just chalk it up to variance but the question is do you have the money to spend on him if you have the money I want to go up to him I mean it is just too good of a spot he seems like the best one of the best cash game plays one of the best tournament guys I mean just looking at the upside he can have 3.45 xvip uh k percentage of 29.9 percent walk rate at 9.1 percent on the season and he's kept the iso down too which is great to see uh 0.092 against lefties and 145 against righties and also looking at this Orioles offense uh you know kind of look at the k percentage with their, you know, the whole lineup they have, it's a 25.8% uh, K percentage here with that whole lineup. So this just seems like the stars are aligning for a massive Blake Snell game. Love him here in this spot. 
Uh, let's talk about the uh, Dylan Bundy now on the opposite side against the Rays. And again, good price on him, 6.5K on both sites, FanDuel and DraftKings, and then 12.8K on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I don't hate Bundy, but I don't love him here. I think it's just a, too much of a loaded pitching slate. I think if you're building like 150 lineups or 50 lineups, I think you maybe get a small piece of Bundy because, again, it is a good pitcher's park and all, and Bundy can have big outings, but uh, I'm not loving Bundy today. I think it's a better spot to be more underweight or even with the field on Bundy in this match. Next game up, we got the Philadelphia Phillies, the New York Mets with a seven total here with Aaron Nola against Steven Matz. And uh, this just feels like a spot where I'm not really looking at any bats. Uh, I mean, if I play any bat, it's probably Reese Hoskins. That'll be the bat I go to. Or like a Wilson Ramos who's been crushing lefties all year long. Uh, so I guess those are the two Phillies bats I maybe sprinkle throughout lineups. Not really looking to do a mini stack here. It's mainly just, hey, take some uh, Hoskins exposure in the outfield and some Ramos exposure at catcher and call it a day and mix them in throughout my lineups. Uh, that's what I'm kind of thinking there. Uh, on the opposite side, Mets bats, I'm not touching any of them, but I do like Aaron Nola. He's 11.3K on FanDuel. DraftKings, we get him at 11.8K. And then Fantasy Draft, we get him at 23.2K. Mets are not a good offense. This is in New York, too. Better pitchers park rather than in Philadelphia. This seems like a good spot for Aaron Nola. So like him here, think he is a really good pitching option. Just have to watch for the weather. Like him again in cash games and in tournaments. Next game up, we got the Houston Astros, Boston Red Sox, eight and a half total here with Garrett Cole against David Price, and uh, these just seem like, you know, Garrett Cole, again, another guy that's a really good pitcher, and then on the opposite side, David Price, he's, you know, throughout his career been a good pitcher, he can have his struggles, I think this is just a spot where I'm not really playing any of the bats at all, I'm not attacking Cole and I'm not attacking Price, if I do though attack anything, it's going to be the Astros side of the ball, I'm going to take some Astros bats, and I'm going to stack them against Price, because if you do believe that Price will have a bad outing, uh, when he has bad outings, it's bad, and it just goes absolutely downhill, and it goes downhill quick, so that's kind of the route I'm taking, if you are playing anything in this game, just stack up the Astros and call it a day, uh, and hope Price just blows up and you're getting them at low ownership, that's kind of really the route. I would look to go, but I'm not doing that specifically on this slate. Next game up, San Francisco Giants, Milwaukee Brewers, eight and a half total here with Derek Holland and Chase Anderson. And uh, Derek Holland, fly ball pitcher, could have a ton of struggles here. I like Ryan Braun as a one-off, Jesus Aguilar as a solid one-off, Christian Yelich just doesn't stop. So if you want to keep rostering him, I totally understand it. But uh, I mainly kind of like more like a mini stack and looking at guys like Aguilar and Braun and really sprinkling them throughout my lineups. Uh, I'm not as high on the Brewers as maybe Vegas is with a 4.84 implied total, but I do think that they could have some success here against Holland in a smaller ballpark. Uh, and the guy that Holland, again, he's pitched pretty well this season. He's not a guy I want to target up too much and stack. I think it's more so just pick my home runs here and there. And Aguilar is one of them that I think definitely has a good shot at hitting one out. And Ryan Braun, too, is probably my second favorite in this game. Uh, against Chase Anderson, it's tough. Uh, I, I just don't really think I want to play any of these guys because the Giants' offense is terrible. And Chase Anderson, he's not that great either. I think it's just a spot where I stay away from the offense and I stay away from the pitcher. Next game up, we got the Kansas City Royals. Minnesota Twins this is a nine and a half total here with Heath Filmer against Steven Gonzalez. And Gonzalez is not a good pitcher. Looking at the numbers now, uh, they were bad before. I haven't looked at them in like a week or so. I'm sure they're still terrible. Yep. 7.7 XFIP, K percentage 8.6%, 17.2% walk rate. Uh, these numbers are just awful for Gonzalez. So this is a guy that we want to target. Uh, problem is, they're running into the Kansas City Royals. And if you listen to my content, you know I hate playing the Royals. It's not a fun time for me, but I mean, oh, this offense is so bad, so what do we play, right? Uh, it goes Whit Merrifield 1, Gordon 2, Dozier 3, Bonifacio 4, O'Hearn 5, Herrera 6, Escobar 7, Mondesi 8, and Gallagher 9. I mean, this is just a bad lineup. 
it's more of a spot where I'm not going to stack up the Royals. I think I'm just going to take some bits and pieces throughout my tournaments. Uh, you know, maybe grab a piece of Whit Merrifield or an Alex Gordon where he's super cheap or a Hunter Dozier and a Bonifacio, but I'm not stacking these guys up. They're more so mixing in some kind of value plays and just hoping it kind of hits because Gonzalez is so bad. So uh, that's kind of it for me. Uh, on the Gonzalez uh, side of the ball, let's talk about Heath Filmer. We got the Twins with a 5.13 implied total. Obviously, Vegas is expecting some runs here. I'm really just looking to, you know, kind of look at this heart of the order with Eddie Rosario, Jorge Polanco, Miguel Sano, Max Kepler. That's really the range that I'm living in. Uh, I don't want to mess with Maurer and Forsyth at the top. I mean, if Forsyth helped make sure stack work and he's a cheap option that helps you get in like good pitchers too, I get it. But, uh, my favorite guy in this game is probably Eddie Rosario and Miguel Sano are my two favorite bats from the twin side of the ball. And definitely guys you can look for in cash games as well. Next game up, we got the Los Angeles Angels, Chicago White Sox with an eight and a half total here with Felix Pena against Carlos Rodon. And it's worth noting, uh, you know, Angels getting a really nice ballpark upgrade in Chicago, but they are going up against Carlos Rodon. And uh, Carlos Rodon, he has been a lot better this season, right? Uh, that's definitely uh, something I, I don't know how he's doing it. He's somehow pulling it off, right? If you look at the, uh, you know, advanced numbers, he's obviously not pitching well, but he's just finding a way to get it done. Uh, 5.33 XFIP, K percentage at 18.7%, walk rate at 9.7%. 5%. Like those numbers aren't good, but here's where he's just kind of getting it done and it's shocking. The ISO is at 171, the Woba is at 264 against lefties, righties 275 Woba and a 138 ISO. I just don't get how he's pulling it off. He's also, uh, you know, keeping the hard contact down at 28.3% against lefties and 25.3% against righties. This is just a spot where I, I can't describe what's going on, I can't figure it out. And you know, maybe I do a mini stack of like Trout, Upton, and Fletcher, and that's it. But I don't want to go crazy here trying to stack against Rodon because I just feel like it's not going to work, and he's just going to find a way to get it done. So, uh, yeah, I just don't think I'm playing, uh, you know, many Angels here, which is unfortunate because I want to play Angels against these, uh, you know, White Sox. But I don't know. It's just Rodon is getting finding a way to get it done this season. On the upside against Felix Pena, I do think there is some upside for some of these guys. Uh, I don't feel like it's a day to stack the White Sox, so I'm not going to do it. I'll just look to pick some pieces of value, like maybe Yolmer Sanchez in cash or Narvaez where he's cheap at catcher, or Delmonico is an interesting value play, and I like Daniel Palka to hit one out. I think he's in a really good spot, but uh, I'm not going crazy with White Sox here. Uh, I think they're just guys you kind of pick uh, pieces and mix and match throughout your lineups. Next game up, we got the Coors Field game of the day. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Colorado Rockies. This is Clayton Kershaw against John Gray, and we have a nine total here. That's a very low total for Coors. Two really competent pitchers on the mound, and not just competent, like really good pitchers. Uh, John Gray though does have the uh, you know he does have the ability to blow up. We have seen that many times, and he gets a Los Angeles Dodgers team that is explosive. They can blow anyone up. I do think the Dodgers are a solid stack that you can take a shot on. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like I'm doing more underweight on Coors today rather than overweight and I'm just not liking cores as much today but I do think a low-owned Dodger stack is in play and worth considering I won't be taking a quote-unquote low-owned Rocky stack against uh, Kershaw that just feels like a bad idea but John Gray can blow up and is an explosive Dodgers offense so I think they are worth getting some pieces in tournaments in Next game up, we got the Atlanta Braves, the Arizona Diamondbacks. We have Kevin Gaussman against Patrick Corbin. And uh, yeah, 7.5 total. You know, Corbin against a team that doesn't strike out a ton in the Braves and an offense I don't love targeting. I just feel like I'm going to stay away from Corbin. I already like way too much pitching on this slate. And then stay away from the Braves offense too. Feels like a great spot where we can cross those guys out. And then on the opposite side, Kevin Gaussman uh, is getting some respect. I mean, the Diamondbacks have a pretty good offense uh, and they're at a 4.15 implied total. I was kind of thinking it was going to be like maybe 4.5, but uh, maybe they're 
they're getting uh, you know a bump because obviously the ballpark as well. But I don't know. It just feels like a spot where I just cross this game off and just hope it goes to like a 2-1 or 3-2 game and it doesn't really affect me too much on this slate. And that's kind of how I think I'm going to approach this one. Next game up, we have the Texas Rangers, the Oakland Athletics. Uh, this is a nine total here with Yaivani Gallardo against Chris Bassett. And uh, yeah, I mean, Gallardo is not a good pitcher. We have this Oakland offense that they are a powerful offense. They are brought into a park that obviously, you know, it's their park, but they're not in a park that's obviously not as good for hitting. So that can obviously be a concern at times. But Gallardo, he is not that good of a pitcher. This is a good spot, I think, to get some A's exposure where you can. If you look at some of the prices around the industry, I think we can take some shots on these guys. Uh, if Lorenos is at the top, he's obviously going to be an interesting value. Jet Lowry, Chris Davis, Matt Olson is a guy I think is definitely going to hit one out against Gallardo. Love Matt Olson in this spot, but uh, A's are a team that I think you can stack up. You definitely want to look to get some exposure to on this slate. So load up on some A's. Uh, 5.11 implied total. I think they're a team that you should look to target a little bit on this one. On the upside, Chris Bassett, uh, you know, he is pitching against this Texas team. And this Texas team, uh, I prefer them when they're going against uh, right-handed pitching. But uh, they have a 3.89 implied total. Uh, Bassett, uh, going to pull up some numbers on him now because uh, kind of confused why the total is so low, right? Uh, I, I knew I knew Bassett's numbers were not that great this season. Uh, 5.08 uh, xFIP, uh, and then the K percentage is 17.3%, walk rate 9.3%. This is a guy that hasn't pitched that well this season, but again, he's uh, kind of been one of those magicians, right? Uh, small sample size, 69 plate appearances against lefties, 93 against righties, but he has an ISO of 0.016 against lefties and 0.145 against righties. Uh, I do think that that is something that is going to change. Uh, this guy's not that good of a pitcher. I'm not saying it'll definitely happen here, but I'm not expecting the, you know, I'm not expecting Bass to just pitch this gem. I think the Rangers will get some runs, but I'm expecting more of like a, Kind of like a maybe 7-4, 7-5 kind of game from this one. I think the game will uh, has a good chance of going over, and I think the, the Rangers will do a little better than Vegas is thinking. So I kind of want to take some shots at some of these guys. Maybe take a couple one-offs here and there, like, uh, you look at Bassett, he doesn't get a lot of swing and misses. So Joey Gallo's a phenomenal play. Uh, like him at 3-3 on FanDuel. Since you is 3-8, I still think he's fine. 4-2 on DraftKings, that just feels too cheap for him. Gallo's 4-1. So uh, I do think taking some shots on these Rangers is not a bad idea. Sure, the weather is not the greatest with the 62-degree game. But uh, I do think that there are some Rangers bats that you want to look to get exposure to. Because, hey, if Joey Gallo's hitting the ball out, he is hitting it out of the park, right? Uh, it doesn't matter what the weather is. So uh, like him in this spot as a guy that could hit one out. Let's go to the last game of the slate and kind of wrap up the podcast uh, for you guys. We got the New York Yankees. We got the Seattle Mariners. Uh, this is a seven and a half total here with Masahiro Tanaka and James Paxton. And uh, this is definitely worth talking about a little bit here because this Yankees offense has been awful. I mean, it's been absolutely terrible. It's getting better, though, obviously, adding in guys like Didi Gregorius, Gary Sanchez back, Andrew McCutcheon. They got these additions throughout the week. Uh, you know, it's a better lineup. But James Paxton, the strikeout upside that this guy has, is insane and this Yankees offense is not hitting well they're in Seattle better pitchers bark uh 3.12 xfip on Paxton 31.9 k percentage the walk rate at seven percent yes he was pitching through injury and having some struggles but this is a spot where I think Paxton could go 
bananas. Uh, I just could see him going absolutely off. I think he's a guy that you want to get exposure to in tournaments, uh, in your cash games. Looking at the price too, it's crazy cheap on him. 9.2k on FanDuel, DraftKings 9.8k, and 18.6k on Fantasy Draft. That's just too cheap of a price. Uh, I'm not going to really play Tanaka. Instead, I'd rather just find the money for Paxson. I think he's in a way better spot compared to Tanaka, who's going up against a Seattle team that doesn't strike out a ton. It just doesn't make sense to play Tanaka here. Instead, go to James Paxson. I like him a ton in this spot. Uh, give me James Paxson all day instead. I just think the tournament upside is insane. And one thing I love about the price on him is I feel like we can play Paxson and then we can also feel like that we can afford a really good offense in, with our stack as well, right? You don't feel like you're uh, stuck just putting in bats you don't like. I really think you could start off like your core building in your tournaments. I think you could start it with putting Paxson in and then putting in your favorite offense and then figuring out your SB2 and the guys around them. I think that's a really good way to kind of work. If you're making a team quick, you know, one lineup, I think that's the route that I would take on this slate. Let's kind of go through and recap, though, the uh, slate. Uh, again, br- went through this one pretty quick, but again, there's a lot of really good pitching, and there's not a lot of hitting that I love in this uh, on this slate. So uh, let's kind of talk about the pitching again and break it down for you guys. Uh, you know, Carrasco, Archer are two guys I mentioned at the start. Like them a lot. I think they are in good spots here, so I think we should be targeting them up. Uh, Aaron Nola is another guy I talked about. I like him. He's in a good spot. Blake Snell, another phenomenal pitcher I think you want to put in your player pool on this slate uh you know talked about that cores game i think it's a better day to be uh you know probably underweight on cores but uh the offense i would make sure to get exposure to is the dodgers because of how explosive those bats can be Looking at some of these other pitchers, uh, Baxson, uh, again, another ace that we talked about a ton of other ones. Uh, Paxson's one that I just, you know, went on and on about. I think he's a guy you definitely want to get some exposure to, and I like him a lot on this slate in cash games and in tournaments. Now let's kind of talk about the bats. And uh, yeah, it's definitely not a uh, fruitful slate for bats. Uh, Indians offense is one that people will look at and be excited about for sure. Uh, I do think that Nationals-Cubs game, uh, the Nationals park has been a better park for hitting than you would expect this season. I think this is a great game stack opportunity opportunity just to load up on the offenses against both these pitchers. I kind of like it. Again, this game stack, uh, national side, Cubs side. I like both sides of the ball, but I think uh, getting some exposure to this game is a great idea. Uh, Talked about the Indians already. They are a phenomenal stack. I think people are going to be all over that and totally understand that. Uh, Twins offensive too is a team that I think people are going to be considering because again, Royals bullpen's not good. Heath Filmer's not good. Uh, You know, Twins have a 5.13 implied total. I think people will be on the Twins. And again, they're kind of cheap, so they help uh, make things really easy on us. Uh, talked about the Dodgers already. Uh, A's offense, I think they're perfectly fine and good. It's a West Coast game. It'll go under own more than you'd think. And again, it's a really big slate, so I don't think ownership matters too much. But that kind of wraps up the slate for you guys. Uh, really enjoyed uh, doing the pod for you today. Uh, again, it's a really... Uh, it seems like it's a it's a it's a big slate, but it feels like it's a smaller slate just because uh, you know there's a lot of good pitching spots and there's a lot of spots where you know we got guys like Corbin and Gaussman. It's just like ah, I don't like the bats and there's already too many good pitchers where I don't want to consider these guys who are solid pitchers. So um, yeah. Just all in all, I think it's a really, really interesting slate. I think we're going to get ownership in a lot of different and spots. And don't be afraid to be different today because there's not just like this, there's not like three clear-cut chalky spots where people are going to be all over. I think find ways to be a little bit different. I'm, I'm hoping my way to maybe be different is... Uh, 
Cubs and Nationals. Maybe people won't be on that one uh, today, but I like that game a lot. That's the one I'm really looking at. And uh, Cardinals offense is a good one too as well to maybe look at. But guys, that'll wrap up the slate for me. I got to get on out of here. Uh, I got some more NFL stuff to prep for. We also have the college football content. Uh, if you guys haven't checked that out in the marketplace, uh, it's been awesome. Uh, we have a Discord chat where everyone's talking college football plays. It's a really good time. So check that out in the marketplace. But I got to get on out of here. Uh, enough with that. So for me, Travis Mangone, I will see you guys later. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only.